We're glad you're here. I, w- I want to talk to you about uh, mowing your lawn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Next week, it's going to be 68 in Texas. It is uh, currently, what's temp? Five? Yeah, it's beautiful uh, here in Texas. But when you're getting ready to mow your lawn, may I suggest uh, a lawnmower from uh, from Hustler? Hustler, they these guys are the ones that invented the zero-turn lawnmower. They have been uh, working and engineering on these, leading the industry for a long, long time. Um, and now they make them for home use. They were the commercial ones that you know you would see on the sides of the highway. They have been making these things, so they just never break down. They are so great. Go ahead. Go to Home Depot and check it out. Uh, you know, find all the Elon Mars. You're like, I like the pretty red one. Then go and find a Hustler Turf uh, dealer and uh, and drive that. There is no comparison. Check them out. HustlerTurf.com. Find a dealer near you. HustlerTurf.com. All right. We're going to talk about Andrew Cuomo, eh? the dumbest government mobster. George Pataki now in uh, in New York is saying that maybe New Yorkers should consider recalling Governor Cuomo. I can't believe this guy is still in office. I can't believe New Yorkers are not outraged. But you know what? I can't believe that after he blamed the nursing home deaths on the nursing home workers, after the nursing homes themselves begged him not to put this policy in i can't believe that uh, nursing home nurses and administrators aren't everywhere on television on radio saying what the hell is this now we're getting blamed for it in fact i'm going to open up the phone lines i want to hear from people in new york that work for nursing homes or a nursing home administrator and you were affected by his executive order and you know that that's what caused all these nursing home deaths i want to hear from you because i i'd be beside myself if i was a where's your labor union i'd be beside myself if somebody tried to blame all those deaths on me when it was his executive order is he going to get away with it we go to Janice Dean, who has been on the forefront of this because she lost parents in COVID in New York without being able to say goodbye or bury them or anything else because of Andrew Cuomo. Or is it the nursing home workers? We begin there in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. I want you to stop for a second, take stock of your uh, situation. Uh, I want to, I used to be in so much pain that I couldn't, I wouldn't have shown up on today's like today. I, I could barely function, especially when it was cold. Does the, does the pain that you're in stop you from doing the things that you want? It's kind of like alcoholism. 
is uh is our 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 alcoholic drinks if they're not available will they stop you from going to a party yes you might have a problem if your pain is stopping you from doing things you got a problem and you know it my wife tried to convince me that relief factor should be something that i tried convinced is a nice word it was more like She's not going to listen to me. I'm not going to listen to you anymore. You're griping and all you're whining about how bad you feel. I'm a really bad sick patient. I, I, I'm going to listen to it again. If you don't try everything, try Relief Factor. And then so I did. And it took a lot for me to say in about two weeks. Okay, it seems to be working. <laughs> Order the three-week quick start. You should know in three weeks. Uh, with a quick start, 70% of the people who try it go on to order more month after month. Why? I don't know. They're incredibly stupid or it works. It works. It's worked for me. It's worked for hundreds of our listeners that I've personally spoken to. It's Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com or call 800-583-84. 800-583-84. It's ReliefFactor.com. All right. We go to Janice Dean. She is the Fox News senior meteorologist and the author of a new book called Mostly Sunny. She is a is a strange person to be the spokesperson on this, but nobody else would stand up. And she had personal experience quickly, Janice, for anybody who hasn't been following your story. Can you just recap why you are one of the leaders in uh, in speaking out against Cuomo? My husband's parents died in separate elder care facilities in March and April, the end of March, we lost his father. And uh, two weeks later, we lost his mom. The plan was we were going to have them in the assisted living residence close to our home. Um, We spent months trying to find a place that would take both of them and would give them care that they needed. His dad was overcoming some health challenges. So we had him in a nursing home slash rehab center um, to get him in better shape to join his wife, Dee. And then the pandemic happened. We were quarantined. We had no way of having, you know, eyes or ears inside the elder care facilities on our own. So we relied on the people there. Um, and we heard from a, a nursing home worker in late March that my father-in-law wasn't well. And three hours later, he was dead. Um, we had no lead up time. We didn't know about the uh, executive order to put over 9,000 COVID positive patients into nursing homes. So, of course, we would have done something had we known that. Uh, a lot of people like to attack me on that. Well, why didn't you take them out? We had no idea. Um, and then when I wasn't seeing the coverage, Glenn, on the news channels, especially the networks, not one uh, news story on the executive order, why it was in place for 46 days, and then the subsequent cover-up of the numbers. There just wasn't the coverage, especially on CNN when Cuomo yeah. was with his brother doing the comedy hour with giant props. I mean, it, it made my blood boil. So I am not a political person, but this made me realize I have to become one to get into the game here to get answers for my family. So t- let's talk about the executive order before I go into what's new. Talk about the executive order, because this is it's phenomenal how this executive order had been scrubbed and uh, what he was actually ordering nursing homes to do, much to the chagrin of nursing homes. In fact, they fought hard against this executive order. They did. And, and I think, you know, your question of why aren't they speaking out, they're afraid. They are afraid for their jobs. 
They're afraid they'll get fired. They are afraid of this governor. Um, he is vengeful. He's mean. He's a bully. Um, so, yes, March 25th, uh, he mandated nursing homes to take COVID positive patients. And then a few days later, he gave them blanket immunity. Why would he do that? You know, if he knew that this policy was going to result in deaths, is that the reason why he gave them blanket immunity? So these are the reasons why I think maybe you're not getting those answers. But I will tell you that if we had an independent bipartisan investigation with subpoena power, we could get these people on the stand uh, and, and find out the bottom of this mandate, why it was in place for 46 days. And then May 10th, when they finally reversed it, um, they scrubbed it from their health department website. You know, so the governor, you know, blaming all of these other people like the nursing home workers. And at one point he was blaming the visitors. We weren't able to visit my loved ones. And they died alone. Um, so, you know, that's one of the reasons why I am on this crusade for justice. Now, last week, uh, his office came out and said that they were hiding all of that information because they felt that the Trump administration was vindictive and uh, they couldn't release those nursing home numbers. This week, he's come out and said that they had released all of those numbers. They were always transparent. In fact, do we have the audio that we played yesterday from Governor Cuomo in the press conference? And as I see it, lie after lie after lie. Listen. The New York State DOH has always fully and publicly reported all COVID deaths in nursing homes and hospitals. Okay, stop there for they a second. Always- is that, Janice, is that true? No. no, that is not true. That is the thing that Letitia James found in an investigation. She found the numbers. They were reporting numbers that were way undercounted. For and months, who is Letitia James? Letitia James is the attorney general of New York, a Democrat who took it upon herself to conduct an investigation because we weren't able to find out until she did. Okay, so there's lie number one. Continue with the audio, please. Reported. Nursing homes had the most vulnerable population. We know that. COVID did not get into the nursing homes by people coming from hospitals. COVID got into the nursing homes by staff walking into the nursing home when we didn't even know we had COVID. Staff walking into a nursing home, even though they were asymptomatic, because the national experts all told us you could only spread COVID if you had symptoms. And they were wrong. True. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to tell you that uh, putting over 9,000 infected patients into nursing homes is going to get them sick. He even said that at the beginning of this, that putting COVID, uh, spreading COVID in nursing homes would be like fire through dry grass. So while I agree that nursing home workers could have definitely brought the virus in, I believe it was the fact that there were COVID positive patients that were the main reason why we had so many that, deaths and by the way the, that were brought in from workers, that were brought in from hospitals <clears throat> they were yes. they were covid positive and they were then transferred into these nursing homes and the nursing homes were saying we can't isolate them here 
Right. And in the mandate, Glenn, it also says they could not test them. So they could not discriminate against these patients by testing them to see if they had COVID. It, and then you do, if you do talk to the nursing home workers, they were not prepared. There were people, they were dressed in garbage bags. They didn't have the PPE at all. They didn't have masks. They didn't have proper um, equipment. So you know what? It's all a lie. It needs to come out, Glenn. This guy continues when he's asked the question to skirt and deny and blame. Well, Schumer yesterday um, ducked the question uh, on his uh, cover-up. Schumer won't uh, talk about it. the The left doesn't seem to be willing to talk about it. There are some in in uh, the state house that are Democrats that do want to uh, call him on the carpet. I am shocked, at least from a distance, that we are not hearing from these administrators and these workers in nursing homes in New York that they are not everywhere because i have to tell you if if i knew that that mandate had come down and they were forced to do it you were thinking to yourself this is going to put not only the patients i'm in jeopardy as well and then to be blamed for it by the governor is outrageous why is there not more outrage they're afraid i think they're afraid glenn and maybe it'll take a few it's like you know, there's safety in numbers. Uh, when someone speaks up and stands up, then more people are apt to do that. But I think they are really frightened. A lot of them don't make a lot of money, and they and but I've heard from them um, in private and say that that's exactly what was going on. They felt they had no choice but to take these patients, and they were not prepared, and they blame this governor. Uh, Janice, as always, I thank you for. Um I thank you for all of the reporting you've done on this. I, I think you are one of the main reasons why this has been a story, because no one else is really uh, following this. And I, I think the truth will eventually come out. I, I'm, I am so concerned about our press not telling the truth and bad guys getting away with things, especially when it comes to health and the death of, of people in hospitals and nursing homes. When they can get away with, you know, really bad policies and nobody stands up and says anything that 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 is just a dangerous, dangerous trend for all of us. Odds that you think that he is going to pay a real price for this. My gosh, I hope so. Fifteen thousand deaths. I mean, why? Where is the outrage? More than 9-11, Katrina, double that. When we look back on this, Glenn, this will be one of the biggest tragedies of New York state history. I hope we get justice. I have the angels on my side and, you know, hopefully, you know, they will win. Janice, thank you. Thanks for your friendship. Thanks for all the hard work you do. God bless. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate it. You bet. Uh, I've got a couple of people that are holding that uh, work at nursing homes up in New York. I don't know if they want to be identified before we go on the air. Let's take one minute. Phone screeners, uh, check with them um, and uh, make sure they want to go on the air. I'd love to hear from people who feel passionately one way or another. Do we have this wrong or are we right about the governor and you getting blamed uh, is now the latest. I mean, he blamed the Trump administration. He then blamed the people in his own administration. Uh, now he's blaming uh, the nursing home people. 
And, you know, if you don't stand up, you're going to continue to get the blame because the people in his own administration stood up uh, and uh, they're starting to kick and scream in uh, New York State in the assembly. And that's why he had to find another target. If you don't stand up, you're going to get it. So let's hear from you. 888-727-BECK. All right. Our sponsor. Our sponsor this half hour is Car Shield. You know what's not good on cars? Weather changes. You know what's not good on cars? Being 70 degrees one day and one two days later. There's going to be a lot of problems with cars in Texas. Uh, When you are living in the Midwest or you're living someplace, a lot of things can go wrong underneath the hood. And when you see things like belt snapping or, you know, engine casings cracking, host of other problems, you're screwed. If your car isn't under warranty, you're screwed. So what are you going to do if one of these things happens to you? There's an awful lot to be worried about right now. Um, Having car shield will take the worry of your car out from underneath you. You don't have to worry about it. Drive with confidence like I do. If anything happens, I'm protected. I don't have warranty on my trucks. They're older trucks. It, it, once that warranty wears out, get a warranty from CarShield. CarShield cars go further. What does that mean? It means that when you're covered by CarShield, you don't have to sell your car. You don't have to total your car. If you want to, you can. But if you are covered, your car, you don't have to. You've, you've paid for it. It's it's paid for. You're driving it. Drive it until that thing, the doors fall off. You can do it with Car Shield. Call 800-665-2157. Mention the promo code BECK and you're going to save 10%. It's carshield.com. Use the promo code BECK. 800-665-2157. Carshield.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. Let me go to uh, John in New York. Some of the names that you're going to hear have been changed to protect the innocent. Uh, John, you are a healthcare worker or not? I am a. I'm someone who goes to multiple healthcare sites, and we provide a service for them so that they can stay operational. Okay, okay. and you're in New York. So I don't. Yeah, and we visit. We've got. I mean, it's New York, where there's lots of assisted living homes or nursing homes, however you like to call them. But everyone in the beginning of this whole process, everyone we went to, you could tell something was up. You know, there were extra precautions taken, obviously, for the whole COVID, but something had changed. And they, at the beginning, they wouldn't tell us what was going on, but they were saying, you need to be extra careful, you know, being on site, you're not going to be allowed to go to certain areas and so forth. As soon as news broke about what was going on, I mean, the floodgates opened and people just, people either quit their job. They said, you're sending me to work for a place where I'm giving people a death sentence. I can't, t- I can't accept patients that are known to have this issue. So where are I mean, these people it, now, John? Where, where are they? I'm shocked that you're not seeing them crawl out of the woodwork. Everybody's terrified about what's going to happen. And, you know, no different, I'm sorry, than this and, you know, me staying anonymous. Everybody's terrified what's going to come down from either our employers, what's going to come down from the state. You know, 
there's people leaving the state right now, obviously, in droves just because they're terrified of what's going to happen if they speak up. John. They don't. Is that an exaggeration it, or do you is that really how you feel what's really going on? Because that that's not America. That that terrifies oh, me. It is. It is terrifying. There's a lot of changes that are going on. You know, I'll just say within companies that people don't want to stay where they're working and they're going to find easier jobs just because they don't they don't want to deal with the wrath if something gets said. That's why a lot of people, and I've even looked at it myself about going to Florida. You know, there's a lot of people that go to Florida from New York because they don't want to deal with taxes. They don't want to deal with the nonsense. They don't want to deal with the weather. And a lot of elderly people do go to Florida because of the weather. Well, you know, everybody's looking to Florida right now because it's an easier living. It's a a great place to be. Well, I will tell you this. If you move to Florida... um... Uh, you know, I think you're going to get a lot of New Yorkers that don't know what the problem was. We get a lot in Texas from California. If you believe in freedom, we all need to coalesce around a few states uh, and uh, Florida, Texas. They've got to stand. And Texas is under assault. Uh, Florida is under assault. We need good people that understand the Constitution to stand in these states we as goes texas so goes america um we we currently in this last recession the big one in 08 the last recession we were responsible for almost 60 percent of all job creation one state 60 percent of all job creation in the entire country we cannot lose these these red states. We cannot lose them. Jamie in New York, welcome. Glenn, how you doing, my friend? Yes, so a pleasure I'm to good. Talk to you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, listen, I, I'm glad you gave me this opportunity to expose this hypocrisy that's going on with this governor. Um, my fiance works in a uh, elderly care facility in Albany, New York. She tested positive for COVID twice. How is this possible? Each time she tested positive, she went to her primary care physician, tested negative. Nine other nurses on her unit, on her unit alone, tested positive. Knowing right. that hang, on, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I want to understand this, Jamie. I got to take a quick network break. I want to come back. And also talk to you if you're in a nursing home in New York, you work for one. What was really going on? This is the Glenn Beck Program. I have to tell you, every night, I swear to you, every night I want to take a video uh, of my dog Uno so you can see the difference in him. You wouldn't... You wouldn't actually know the difference because I never took a video of the family standing there hand feeding him over the the uh, Christmas vacation. Literally, we had a family schedule. Your turn to feed the dog. No, because you'd have to stand there while he ate and it took him forever to eat. Now, all I have to say to him is, oh, it's dinner. And he runs to the bowl. I mean, he sounds like a pack of of bison running to the bowl he loves it and it's because of what we put on his food 
It is rough greens. It is chock full of vitamins and minerals and probiotics, which is so important. Omega oils. We have seen a difference in his eating habits right away. But then over time, we've seen huge difference in who he is and and how he acts and how he plays now. Get a free bag of Rough Greens free for your dog to try it out. Just pay for shipping. Roughgreens.com slash Beck 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Call today. So before the break, we were talking to Jamie, uh, whose fiance is a uh, nursing home worker up in New York. We're we're talking about, you know, how nursing home employees feel uh, when uh, Governor Cuomo blamed them for the death of all the uh, the nursing home victims. Um, you you say your fiance was was working and she was um, uh, tested for Corona at her job. It came back positive, but then she would go to her doctor and it would come back negative. Yes, sir. And this happened twice, not once, twice. She tested positive twice. Each time she went to her doctor and it came back negative. Each time the numbers went up, but it never got adjusted when the real results came in. And like I said before, before the break, it also happened to nine other nurses on her unit alone. So now so that's what are you, 11. So what are you saying? Which one was real or do you even know? They, none of them had it. None of them had it. They were all perfectly fine. Nobody was sick. Nobody felt anything. And, you know, she brought it to their attention. Like, go get a second opinion. Their tests are botched. The, the nursing homes, we honestly feel that the nursing homes were, were botching the test because these were tests that were given to them. They were shipped in from whatever agencies. They, they weren't ones that they choose. They, they, these tests that were, ha- they happened twice a week is what they were doing. They were testing the nurses twice a week and it, nobody knew where the tests were coming from. Um, it wasn't, you know, their doctors that were giving them the tests. It was the nursing homes wherever they were getting them from. So for all we know, they were, they were getting shipped in from anywhere. And it, it, it happened so often that these numbers were showing positive results that were actually negative. So they were false positives, which is very rare. You always hear about the false negative. But the false positive is very rare. Try to look it up, like Google search it. It's almost impossible to find. Nobody has these results. So what they started doing was they went to their own doctors and they, you know, they found out that they weren't sick. So now the numbers always were driving up, and it always looked like the nurses, the nurses, the nurses, the nurses were bringing it up these places, but. It wasn't the nurses. And we've been saying this for months before the story blew up. I've tried to call every news organization in Albany. I've They're not interested. Newspapers. I've called. So, uh, we, we've tried to expose this for so long. Now, all of a sudden, just like we said months ago, this was the governor's trump card. This was what he had in his pocket. He was playing this and this was going to happen. And he was going to blame it on the nurses. The nurses all knew it was going to happen. We all knew it was going to happen. And sure as heck, 
exactly what he's saying now. Oh, it wasn't me that sent the people to the nursing home to get COVID. It was the nurses that brought it up. When really the nurses weren't even sick with it. They were, if the are, ones that were getting sick with it, chances are we're probably getting sick from the people that he sent there. Thank you so much, Jamie. I appreciate it. If you are somebody who uh, has um, some real stories to share, I will dedicate a whole show to this. I can't believe we're not hearing from the nursing home employees and the administrators. And we would love to have you on the air. Contact us. You can call us today at 888-727-BECK. You can also reach out in email. Sarah, get an email address that I can uh, give out. Uh, and, uh, and I'd like to spend a day just telling your stories. Let me go to Mike in New York. Hello, Mike. Hi, Mike. Uh, hi, Glenn. Um, I'm a paramedic in upstate New York. And um, one of the things that is not being said is that this is a two-prong issue. So... Going into nursing homes in my district on a weekly basis, uh, we did see a very big spike in the beginning. People were getting COVID. We were transporting them out. And the nursing homes did a very good job in isolating those patients. Uh, Then once the lull hit and the executive order was pushed in, we started noticing the large spike. And what we believe it was was a twofold issue first the hospitals didn't have room to continue to care for these covid patients so they're dumping back into the nursing homes with these covid positive patients because they can't hold them because they have new patients that they need that are worse that they need to take care of so they're looking for a spot to put these patients Nursing homes were the place that the governor said, we're going to put these COVID patients back into. Problem against the, against the advice. Hang on just a second. Against yep. the advice of the nursing homes. They begged him not to do that because they said Correct. we can't isolate them. Okay. Correct. And certain places had the space to be able to isolate them. Uh, okay. There are, you know, bigger nursing facilities that could do that. Uh, there are others that are just too small and they tried their best and I give all the props to them seeing this, you know, going in, taking care of their patients. They did their best. Ultimately what ended up happening was they got too flooded and I would walk in to take care of patient X and it's a two patient room. And this patient was, you know, COVID positive. Now they're symptomatic. I'd go back six hours later or two days later or something. And now their roommate is COVID positive with symptoms and it snowballed. Um, and I think that's where ultimately, you know, I wanted to get the, the pre hospital care, uh, you know, point of view out to where it is a two pronged issue, um, with this, this one executive order, it hurt the hospitals as well as it hurt the nursing homes. Um, with these COVID patients. Mike, thank you very much. Uh, I want to go to Jane in New York. Uh, Jane, are you still Hi. working at a nursing home as a nurse? Uh, no, not currently. I was a night supervisor for some time. And um, now I was looking for a new position as a nurse in a different job. And um, I believe that my statements on Facebook made it so that politically, because 
of my beliefs to Como, I could not get a job. What, what do you mean your statements on Facebook? What were they? Well, I had told him that he needed a step down. Uh, uh, and the, uh, why do you say that that's, that is the reason why you, you can't find a job now? Because I have, I have more than um, 10 years of experience in very, very lots of fields of nursing and um, including supervisor, emergency room, medical, surgical, pediatrics. And I am a very experienced nurse. And um, I've put my feelers out there and I've been uh, interviewed several times. And every time that I get interviewed, I get shot down. Tell me um, why you said the governor should step down. Well, he was doing one of his speeches, and he was doing his talk about the um, nursing home stuff, about the COVID, and about how, you know, everybody should um, back him up and monetize him, basically. And, you know, he basically thinks that he's, God. I mean, that's the impression that I get. And I feel like he needs to step down because he, um, it feels as if he's, uh, taken over in, in a way that he needs to not take over because, um, like for example, I have a grandfather who is currently in a situation where he may end up in a nursing home and it's completely unfair because we don't get to see our relatives when they're there. And um, I think there's a lot of rules and regulations that need to be changed. And All right. Um, All right. Um, Jane, uh, thank you very much for calling. We go to Josh in Florida. Were you in New York, Josh, during all this? I was, yes, sir. Uh, so both my wife and I worked in the healthcare field on Long Island. Um, I actually told your screener the exact name of the facility where where I worked and also where my wife worked. Um, but while working at my facility on Long Island, uh, we were forced to bring in over 40 people from local hospitals who were experiencing overflow. We did not have enough private rooms, so rooms were shared. Um, and obviously, 30 new coronavirus cases within two weeks, and then it kind of exploded from there. I was personally tested two to three times a week. My father also uh, was admitted to the hospital. And since the executive order did not allow us to see him, yet we were being exposed and tested and even showing proof of negative tests multiple times a week, we still were not allowed to see our father, who eventually made you know, a recovery and was able to be released. But uh, we decided mm. to quit. Uh, we thought that the policies that Andrew Cuomo were uh, and his administration were enacting were very draconian. Uh, they were anti-people, they were anti-healthcare, uh, and they were anti-progress, uh, to tell you the truth, despite being quote-unquote progressive. Uh, so we decided to move um, to Florida, which is where I currently reside. We both have new jobs here in Florida in the healthcare field. Uh, but when I quit, I was specifically asked to sign an NDA, and again, it was specific to COVID-positive patients in the facility. I refused wow. to sign that. I contacted Good an attorney. Uh, 
And uh, soon after, though, I refused to sign that. I got a phone call from the Nassau County Health Department asking why we quit, why we didn't sign the NDA, and where we currently reside. Um, mm. That happened in November. In December, uh, we received two phone calls, again, asking where we reside, if we plan on returning, and saying that people needed to send us time-sensitive information. So when we would give our attorney's address and say, hey, send the information here, they were told that they could not send it to their office because it was, quote-unquote, personally sensitive. Um, I gave them permission to verbally tell me over the phone. There's nothing. Then then your attorney can handle all personally sensitive information. Exactly. That's that's what attorneys do. Exactly. That's what I pay him to do. I ha- he's on a retainer for this reason. Uh, but, you know, we, we also get uh, phone calls now from spoofed phone numbers, but they're from the exact same representatives. Uh, the voices, the names are the exact same. They're, again, asking for our information when we refuse to give them our information, but give them our attorney's number. On two separate occasions now, uh, we have been cussed out. Um, so this is not professional. Uh, they obviously do what, what, not want to send us any information. Go ahead. What What is it you think they're trying to do? So I think that even still, because it keeps coming up, even in conversations when they're asking for my wife, they want us to sign an NDA. I refuse to sign a non-disclosure agreement, as did my wife. They continue to come after us for that. Um, and I think the reason why we started receiving the phone calls is because I did conduct a local interview um, shortly after I quit and my name was published, which is fine with me. Um, And that's why I told your phone screener, my real first name is Josh. I don't care. They're not my employer anymore. They have no control over uh, my current employment situation either. Uh, But I firmly believe it comes down to the fact that both myself and my wife refused to sign the NDA all right, so Josh, I, I, I want you to hold. I want you to hold on because uh, I'd like to get some more information and uh, find out exactly what you were saying. Um, that is, seems to make people very, very nervous. Can you hold on? Let's get his information. Pass him on to one of our uh, one of our producers. Thank you so much, Josh. Um, continue with your phone calls. Eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. This is one of the reasons why I am uh, proud to have as a sponsor AMAC. A M A C. AMAC is uh, for, you know, people who are turning 50 plus. You're in the senior set now. Gosh, I don't feel like one, but um, it's the Association of Mature American Citizens, and it'll give you all of the benefits that you'll get from other places. Uh, It does all of that. However, they also represent courage, faith, reason in trying times, solvency in runaway debt, national security, sovereignty over unchecked borders. They believe in the sanctity of life, uh, and they also have been on the front lines of what's been happening in our nursing homes. These people actually do something, uh, and, they, and they are fighting for the things that you believe in. It is so important for us now to rally around and be a part of a team, a team of people that are not working against your interests. I want you to go to AMAC and become a member, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Beck. That's AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Beck. It's better for America, better for you, and better for our future. AMAC dot U-S slash Beck. You are listening to the Glenn Beck Program. 
Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. If you're watching the uh, Blaze today, you're sitting in my family room. Uh, you'll see me sitting in the family room, which uh, construction has all stopped on uh, the house. We uh, decided to gut the whole house. It started with, let's let's do something in the kitchen. And uh, I don't know, you can't stop there. So uh, now I'm sitting and construction is all stopped. But do you have the video I just sent? Um, they just, I just sent a, a video of the backyard and, uh, what was it? Monday, I went out to uh, go ahead and play that as, uh, uh, wallpaper. Um, I, uh, I went out and I was, uh, trying to chip the ice off of this kind of stream thing, this fountain thing that we have in the back. And, uh, I, uh, unfortunately got all tangled up in cactus so I've never been in a snowstorm and then had a problem with the cactus. Uh, but uh, everybody tells me, oh, no, the pipes are still working because you can see right there. You can see that water's running. Uh, and the, there's the pool, a comfortable 33 degrees, the water. Uh, and we have no power today. We're on a generator so I can do this broadcast. It's a little chilly. Uh, but I think today is the day that we are over the hump. It is like five degrees now, I think, uh, in my area. And uh, by, I think, Monday or Tuesday, it will be 68. <laughs> Pool will still be, you know, a very chilly 33, but 68 next week. And uh, we're through it, thank goodness. This is the Glenn Beck Program.